Hello everyone, Miss Jean here. This summer, there's an amazing event taking place just up the road from where we are in Gillette, Wyoming. It's the International Pathfinder Camboree. Now, the Camboree is an incredible opportunity to exercise your faith and to grow closer to God. And here's some good news. You don't have to wait to exercise your faith until August. There's a Bible study challenge going on right now. It's your chance to study the Bible and earn a free collector's pin too. So join the Bible study challenge today at BibleStudyChallenge.com. Mr. Simon, I found this kid snooping around the propeller. Calm down, it's all right. Ethan, I'm glad that you're here. Glad that I'm here. Why didn't you tell me, Mr. Simon? I, Miss Jean, join me on a trip to Discovery Mountain, where the air is clear, clear enough to hear your imagination, and where every day is an exercise in faith. Join me for today's expedition in Discovery Mountain. In our last episode, Isabel accepted Mr. Simon's offer to help her get back home to Discovery Mountain. Hattie's planning a celebration at the cafe, and Natasha's getting everything ready for two guests? Hmm. Now, I wonder how Mr. Garcia is going to feel about his sister arriving back in town. Does he know yet? Well, it looks like everything is ready at the cafe, and Isabel has her few personal items packed up at her apartment. The prodigal is returning home. Let's exercise our faith as we learn how the older brother feels about the return of the younger brother in today's episode called Lost or Found. Plaintiff, put your hand down. I don't care what your mother's cousin's toy poodle thinks about this case. Case dismissed. Oh, that was a tough case, Judge. Yes, of course. This is court, not kindergarten, Bailiff. <laughs> you have a way with words. Exciting news, Mr. Garcia. Oh? We'll see you tonight for the celebration. What celebration? Oh, don't be silly. I, I'm not. Barber, you called? Ah, uh, yes. Over here, Finnegan. I have some news for you, and I don't want the bailiff to hear. Finnegan, what are you doing here? I have me visitor's pass, bailiff. See, right here. I don't want you in my courtroom. Bailiff, this is not your courtroom. Uh, you know what I mean. Gadget! Get that floating fluff of fleas out of my courtroom. Judge Barber, Gadget doesn't have fleas. You never can be sure. Well, one thing I know for sure. Gadget is an excellent judge of character. Get him away from me. Bailiff, some decorum in my courtroom, if you please. Yes, Judge Barber. Gadget, come over here, boy. Was that person sneaking around trekkers? Looking for the painting, I'm sure. Thanks for looking out for things, boy. 
Just let me pass and I'll be on my way. Gladly. You know, Finnegan, there's a bus station on the edge of town. The next one leaves in 20 minutes. Oh, you'd like to see me leave, wouldn't you, Ethan? I sure would. And that's bailiff to you. Well, I can't leave just yet. There's a party I have to attend. Now, who would invite you to a party? (laughs) The whole town's invited. Whatever for? Why, to celebrate the return of Isabel. Isabel? Yes, that's right, Ethan. Your sister. You. You had something to do with this, didn't you? You and that painting. (laughs) I wish I could take the credit, but no, this had nothing to do with me. But there's a painting I need to get my hands on. I told you it's not for sale. Stay away from my painting. Don't worry. I'm not talking about that one. I'll see you at the party. That's just how I feel, Gadget. That Finnegan is bad news. And a party? Isabel's coming home? They can celebrate all they want. I won't be there. Three and four. Wait, I had one more box. Our clothes from the dresser. Isabel, are you looking for this? Oh, there it is. Thank you, reader. I'll put it right next to the others. Well, it looks like Blue Birdie's cargo bay is full. Yes. I I can't believe that we're doing this. I'm... I'm going home. I have to tell you, Isabel, we weren't so sure this was best. After I took advantage of Mr. Simon's kindness and then disappeared, I don't blame you. You were right to be protective of him. Well, maybe, but he was right to give you a second chance. I pray so. You know, Isabel, I've been wanting to hire a Spanish teacher for Discovery Mountain Academy for some time now. De veras? Oh, is that true? (laughs) I'll talk to the school board. If they approve it, would you be interested in the position? Claro que sí. I mean, absolutely. Ah, good. I'll keep you posted. Blue Birdie is fueled up and safety check complete. Are we ready to go? Almost. I'm missing... Mr. Simon, I found this kid snooping around the propeller. Hugo? Hugo, you can't go near Blue Birdie's propeller without Mr. Simon. That's dangerous. Come on, I'll take you back to school. Oh, no, wait. I'll explain. Hugo's coming with us. Coming with us? I'm sorry. In all the busyness to pack, we didn't tell you. Tell us what? Officer Lewis, Principal Reader. This is Hugo, my son. Your son? Well, that explains a lot. You know Hugo. Yeah. I am the law in your new hometown. I I see. Are we going to be seeing a lot of each other in my town, son? Uh, no, I hope not. I hope not. I hope not. Sir. No, I hope not, sir. Good. Mr. Reader, if this changes your job offer, I understand. No, it doesn't. The offer still stands. Thank you. All right, let's fly home. Hugo, will you be my co-pilot? Can I, Mom? Of course. All right. All right, passengers, climb aboard. Mr. Simon, hold on a minute. There's a vehicle approaching. Who could it be? There's a woman waving at us. 
Oh, hey, that's Superintendent Gomez. Something looks urgent. Can I go talk to her? Yes. Just hurry, reader. As Mr. Reader talked to Superintendent Gomez, Mr. Simon showed Hugo Blue Birdie's instrument panel. Isabel buckled up for the flight. Mr. Simon, I need to stay behind and help Mrs. Gomez with something. Reader, we really need to get going. I know, it's okay. I'll catch a commercial flight later. Officer Lewis, could you stay with me? Well, this sounds important. Yeah, and you could really help. At your service. Go ahead. Do what you need to do. I'll send Jake and Bluebirdie back for you in a few hours. Really? Well, thanks, Mr. Simon. Buckle your seatbelts, passengers. We're on our way home. Home to Discovery Mountain. Thank you both for helping me. The tip came in quickly. I'm happy to assist, ma'am. Local support is on the way. Now, you both remember the plan. I'm ready. Affirmative. Good. My phone is ready to record. Here they are. Okay, reader, go. Do you have the stuff? I told you, Weber, I brought enough to quiet your teachers. Here, let's see. Look, I got pencils, erasers, and... I even threw in some of those gel ink pens. Teachers love these things. Hey, I heard you could sell me some school supplies. You again? I told you, Weber, I'm a principal myself. Uh, I've heard that this guy can get me a good deal on school supplies. What have you heard? Relax, Weber. I got deals with principals all over. Are you serious? You're a principal? For real? For real. Hey, tell him how it wakes, Weber. You tell him. Reader, if you do this deal, you'll regret it. Nonsense. Look, it's very simple. Yeah? You send my bill for school supplies to accounting for payment. And then what? Well, then I get paid and I make it worth your while. Kickbacks, Rita. You put the cash in your pocket. Oh, it's nice in the beginning, but the money isn't worth the guilt you'll feel. Now, Weber, you talk like you don't appreciate me. Because I don't. Look, I'm interested, but when do the students get their school supplies? <laughs> he doesn't get it. They don't! Uh, well, maybe a few like this here to cool suspicions. That's how we make our money. Well, I think I have all I need. Mrs. Gomez, did you get all that? I got it. Now, now, wait a minute. Hey, you tricked me! Not so fast, Buster. Hey, what's going on? Let go of me! Mrs. Gomez, where's the local law enforcement? They're on their way. Quick, Weber's getting away! Come on, everybody, stop him! Ah, somebody help me! Put your hands in the air! Really, guys, a megaphone? This is a school, give me that. Hey! Kids, calm down. It's all right. Who are they arresting? Don't you wiggle away, Weber. I got you. Reader, here, you know what to say to these kids. Me? Of course. You're the principal. Go on now. These kids need you. Everyone, listen up. This is what you're going to do, and here's why. 
Slowly, everyone quieted down. The police officers arrested Principal Weber and the school supply salesman. Superintendent Gomez was thankful for Reader and Officer Lewis's help, and she wasn't the only one. Thanks for what you did there, Mr. Reader. You're welcome, Miss Tanner. I guess I just kicked into principal mode. <laughs> principal mode. That doesn't come naturally for everyone who has the job. I wish that our school had someone like you in charge. You could really make a difference for these kids. Oh, well, that's a great compliment. Let's go, Reader. Our work here is done. Thank you both. Safe travels home. Reader walked out of the school. It was time to head back to Discovery Mountain. Let's go back to right after this break. Hi, Kate Browning here. I play Kylie on Discovery Mountain. Do you like to color as you listen? Well, we've created two faith exercise workbooks just for you. Enjoy coloring pages and activities to deepen your faith. You'll find them at discoverymountain.com store. Isabel and Hugo landed in Discovery Mountain with Mr. Simon. Thank you, Mr. Simon. <laughs> and, of course, Blue Birdie. You're welcome. Why don't you and Hugo walk around Little Lake and let yourself adjust to the elevation change? I don't need to adjust, I feel... Ooh. <laughs> Good idea, Mr. Simon. Head over to the cafe in about, oh, 20 minutes. We'll see you there. I don't see what's so great about this place. Oh, you will, Hugo. Discovery Mountain is special. Nah, looks ordinary to me. Oh, this is going to be so boring. Never. Hugo, God brought us here. You think so? Yes. He helped us find home. I don't know, Mom, but I'm starving. Let's go to the cafe. Well, our guests of honor have arrived. Miss Michelle's Cafe? What happened to Miss Lucy? Oh, long story. I'll tell you sometime. Okay. I'm, I'm nervous. Uh, what about Ethan? This is a casual party. People will come and go as they get off of work. He'll be here eventually. Oh, oh all right. Hattie? Oh, you were just a teenager the last time I saw you. <laughs> Welcome home. This is my son, Hugo. Is there Wi-Fi in this place? <laughs> well, yes, Hugo. I can give you the password if it's okay with your mom. Uh, not tonight, Hugo. Instead, connect with us, okay? I am so going to be bored here. <laughs> Everyone, everyone, our guests of honor are here, Isabel and Hugo. Welcome. Welcome home, Isabel. Isabel, welcome home. Isabel and Hugo, hip hip hooray. Welcome home. Hi, everyone. I'm so happy to be home. This is my son, Hugo's first time in Discovery Mountain. Uh, so, no one give him the Wi-Fi password tonight, okay? Mom, now I'm 
going to die of boredom and embarrassment. Please visit and enjoy the food, everyone. Right after we. Good. I'm starving. Cupcakes. Dessert first. Am I right? <clears throat> Where are you, Hugo? First, we pray for the food. Pray to it? No. <laughs> Someone will say a prayer thanking God for the food. Oh, sorry. Uncle George, would you pray? Of course. Dear Lord, thank you for this wonderful celebration. And thank you for bringing us home safe. As Mr. Simon finished praying, the guests greeted and welcomed Isabel and Hugo home. Hugo, you're going to be staying with my family for a bit. I'm Natasha. Hey. And I'm Jacob P. Donovan. Pleased to meet you. Mm -hmm. And this is Gadget. He's part of the family. Hi, Gadget. Jake, Officer Lewis says that they're ready to rendezvous. Huh? Officer Lewis is ready for you to pick them up in Blue Birdie. Oh, Roger. I'll be back in a few hours. Fairly well. Bye. Fly safe. Hey, Gadget. Do you want some of my cookie? Oh, no. Hattie, he's here. What do we do? Quick, you go tell Granddad, and I'll go outside and talk to him. Uh, okay. Hey, Ethan, you're here. What's going on here? Uh, surely you've heard. Isabel is home. We're celebrating her return. So it is true. Come inside. Everyone's enjoying themselves. Say hi to your sis. My sister? You mean the person who couldn't bother to pick up a phone to call or text me for ten years? She is your sister, Ethan. I can't go in there. I am still too angry. Please? No. It's better if I don't. Ethan? I'll let you two talk. I'm going back inside to our guests. Oh, Grandad, I hope that you can talk some sense into that Ethan Garcia. Miss Simon, is everything okay outside? Yumi, oh, yes, of course. Why is Mr. Simon talking to Mr. Garcia? Come away from the window now. They're talking with their hands. Well, they're just emotional. Have you heard the story of the prodigal son? Yeah, Chaplain Jake's been telling it to us. Oh, that's awesome. Well, you know that there are two brothers. Yeah, the younger one leaves to go far away. But he comes home. <laughs> yeah, I really like that part. Well, do you remember the older brother? Oh yeah, he stayed at home with the father. We haven't heard that part yet. Well, that's kind of what you're watching. Mr. Garcia is like the older brother. And Isabel is the younger brother. She came home. Yep. So what happens? Do the older brother and the younger brother make up? I don't know. I don't know the end of the story. Oh, I wish Jake was here. Yeah, he could tell us the end of the parable. Oh, well, no. <laughs> no one's heard the end of the story. What do you mean? Natasha, is everything okay outside? Oh, is that Ethan? Come away from the window now, Yumi and Piper. Like I told you. Yes, yes Miss Simon. Simon. Such polite children. Yumi, Piper, have you seen Gracie? Maybe we can give Isabel a tour of the upstairs. Upstairs? Yeah, you know, far away from the outside. Oh. Hey, there's Gracie, refilling the lemonade. And Hugo. Hugo! That's enough cupcakes. You're going to have a stomachache. Thank you for your help, girls. You're welcome, Miss Simon. 
I wish Jake was here. I really want to hear the rest of that parable. Me too. Hey, I wonder if Gracie would let us use her Bible. We can ask. Uh, but it won't be the same without Jake. I mean, when he tells it, I can hear the whole story in my imagination. Oh, you don't need Jake for that. No? No, that's just something that happens in Discovery Mountain. Then what are we waiting for? Yumi and Piper will hear the rest of the parable of the prodigal son right after this. Come back and we'll listen along with them. Hey, it's Sean Boonstra, Speaker Director of The Voice of Prophecy. Has Discovery Mountain been an encouragement to the children in your life? Weekly Discovery Mountain episodes are made possible through the generosity of our supporters. Would you like to join us as a supporter? Call us at 1-877-566-7365. I found Luke chapter 15. It's near the end of the chapter, isn't it? Let's see. Yeah, it is. You read, Yumi. Okay. Now his older son was in the field, and as he came and drew near to the house, he heard music. So the older son called one of the servants and asked what these things meant. Whew, I am so tired from working. And I just want some peace and quiet. But what is that noise? Father is celebrating? That's not right. He's been so sad since that brother of mine left. Every day, watching the road for him. As if he'll ever turn up again one day. Hey, no, it couldn't be. I need to get closer. Huh. I never thought we'd be celebrating like this. I know, and this food is wonderful. You, servant, come here. Yes, sir? What is the meaning of the music and all of these people? Your brother has come home. What? My brother? Of all the things. But I don't understand. Because your brother has returned and is safe and sound, your father has prepared a celebration. The fatted calf? Yes, sir. Please come and join your father as host. Much of the village is here. Join my father as host? Of course not. I couldn't. Sir, I dare not remind you of our customs. Don't speak to me of our customs. It is not our custom to ask our father for his inheritance while he is still with us either, is it not? No, sir. Leave me. Very well. And so his father came out and pleaded with him. My son, please come into the house. Father, for all these years I have served you. I never disobeyed your orders, not even once. Yes, my son, I know. And yet you never gave me even a young goat so that I could celebrate with my friends. Son. This son, this son of yours has wasted your money. He spent it on who knows what, lavish and inappropriate things. Son. And then when he returns home, you prepare the fatted calf for him? You are displeased. Displeased? I am angry. After all that I have done to serve you. Father, how can you celebrate a son who left you? My son, my son, you are always with me. And all that I have is yours. It was right that we should celebrate and be joyful. It is? Why, Father? For your brother was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. Keep reading. That's, that's it. What? Oh, Natasha was right. The parable ends that way. How are we ever supposed to know what the older brother did? 
maybe... Maybe we're supposed to decide. What do you mean? Well, Mr. Garcia is like the older brother, right? Yeah. Oh! He has to decide what to do. Come on! Let's see what happens. So it's true. Isabel is back. Ethan, I'm glad that you're here. Glad that I'm here. Why didn't you tell me, Mr. Simon? I can't explain my answer, really. I knew that her return wouldn't be easy for you. No, it isn't, Mr. Simon. For all these years, I've been here in Discovery Mountain. I haven't left. I've helped at summer camp. I'm even running the drama program now. I know. You do a wonderful job. And now I'm bailiff. I'm committed to this town. And not even once in ten years have I even mentioned the painting. I could never ask for it. I would never sell it. And I would never leave this town the way that she did. Isabel made a mistake. She realizes that, and she is truly sorry. Come inside, and she can tell you herself. Come inside? I can't. She spent her money, wasted her money on who knows what. How can you celebrate that? Ethan, that painting is yours. I gave it to you. You never had to do anything to earn it. Izzy neither. You can take it any time. It belongs to you. But I, I didn't, and you never threw me a party like this one. Ethan, you're always here with me. We've shared so many good memories together over the years. Come inside. Join the family. I can't. I couldn't. It doesn't feel right. Not right? Ethan, Isabel was gone. We hadn't heard from her in ten years, and now... Now she's back. That is worth celebrating. But... Who's there? Just looking for the party. Ah, there it is. Then again. Ethan, no, wait. She's invited. Invited? How could you? The whole town is invited to celebrate your sister's return, and she has someone with her you should meet. Finnegan... Finnegan did this. She's to blame for everything. Ethan, no. Finnegan has nothing to do with this. Do you hear me? Isabel didn't know she was in town. She had a change of heart. She's repented from her past mistakes. I, uh... Come inside. See for yourself. I just need time to think. Ethan? Ethan? Director Doug, Mr. Garcia just walked away. He did. He said he had something to take care of. Well, just like the parable of the prodigal son in Luke chapter 15, we're left not knowing what happened. True, but I think that Yumi and Piper were right. How so? I think that we're supposed to decide. Oh, yes. We're all like one of the brothers in the parable. We're either lost and far away from our Heavenly Father, or we might be close to spiritual things like going to church regularly and still be far from God. Listeners, how will you decide? Good question. And did you notice, Miss Jean, that the father showed love to both brothers? You know, he really did. He ran out to the lost younger son when he came home. And he went outside to meet the older son when he came home. The younger son repented of his sins and he accepted the father's love. He was forgiven and welcomed back into the family. And the older son was offered the same love. In Jesus' parable, the father said, Son, you're always with me, and all that I have is yours. But... 
But the son acted more like a servant, telling his father all he'd done for him. The father offered him love and reminded him of his place as a son in the family. We don't know what the older son chose. Jesus didn't tell his listeners. He wanted them to choose for themselves, I think. Well, what will Mr. Garcia choose? Will he accept Mr. Simon's reminder that he's part of the family and forgive Isabel? We'll have to listen next time to find out the rest of the story. We'll hear all about that and more. Right here next time. See you then. You've been listening to Discovery Mountain. To listen to other episodes and to send us a message, visit us online at discoverymountain.com or write to us at Discovery Mountain, P.O. Box 999, Loveland, Colorado, 80539. And in Canada, write to Box 2127, Oshawa, Ontario, Canada, L1H7V4. Lost or Found was written by Jean Boonstra, produced by Steve Phillips, and post-produced in Ontario, Canada by Douglas Bruce and Danny Columbi. Recorded in Loveland, Colorado at the Voice of Prophecy Studios and in Bowmanville, Ontario. 